So if you have your Bibles, open it with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 20. Just a powerful verse to start with. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 20. It says, the kingdom of God does not consist in talk, but in power. Wow, that one verse, I believe, can say it all. It's the description to be of each of our lives individually. There's to be the description of the church. There's to be the description of our families that are following the Lord. It says, the kingdom of God does not consist in talk but in power. But it is talk with power. Amen? Now, Jesus told us in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, where he said, And ye shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And this is the, this is the age for empowerment. This is the age for God to do something supernaturally in and amongst us, in our midst. He's the supernatural agent. The Holy Spirit is that supernatural agent. Uh, Each one of us have been able to enter into this salvation. And it was the Holy Spirit that drew us to Christ. And it was the Holy Spirit that brought the born-again experience in us. It was the Holy Spirit that really, that made our turns or our repentance into something supernatural. And my prayer is, I just felt like I just need to start off with this. If your experience with God has not been supernatural, then let me say it falls below the standard of where God has called us to walk. You know, I had that same experience. As a teenager, I went to church, and as I, uh, I went to church some, every once in a while, at least once a year, being unsaved. But I remember as I went to church, and I remember one night I followed the Lord in the altar call. I, I, I felt a pull on my heart, and so I went down, and that night I, I did what I thought was surrendering to the Lord. When I left out of that service, a person approached me and said, you're probably feeling higher than you've ever felt before. But I tell you what, my life wasn't at the point of surrender. I hadn't yielded, I felt, to a call of God. But that night, I did not completely surrender my life to the Lord. So no, I I was opposite of what that lady had said. My life had not felt, it had not, I knew that nothing had really happened in me. I had tried to surrender out of me. But then several years later, after I was married, then I, I had the supernatural experience. The Holy Spirit drew me, and I was ready to surrender everything. So I'm here to tell you that your, that your uh, profession of Christ is more than a profession. It's more than a repentance. It's more. It's a surrender of your life from now on to God. And if you have not done that, then I dare say that your, that your new birth has not been miraculous hasn't been supernatural. But I want to say, please don't be discouraged. (laughs) This morning can make the difference. You know, maybe it took this in your life to bring you to the point of complete surrender. Maybe it took this, whatever's going on in your life, the circumstances that you're fighting, the situations that you're dealing with, the relationships that's been broken. Maybe it took this to bring you to the complete point of full surrender to Christ. But if it has, then praise God. But your experience with God, if it's really the Holy Spirit, must have went into the realm of the supernatural. I mean, the night I was saved, 
saved? I knew I was saved. I knew. I really didn't even know what salvation was, but I knew something miraculous had happened to me. And my life literally changed. From that moment forward, I had miraculous change in my life. And I dare say you have, must have that same thing. And if you have not, if you cannot point back to a place and a time where something, where it was miraculous in your life, that your life drastically took a new fold, then I dare say you need to do it again. You need to have, you need your experience to be supernatural. In fact, what happens is, this is what proves God is God. And because that we just try to intellectually accept God, then that's why the world don't believe. You can't do it intellectually. You've got to do it intellect, but you've got to do it spiritually. You've got to let your experience grow into a point to where it's a supernatural release of God in your life where the world can take notice that something has happened into your life. Amen. So it's important that this kingdom, the kingdom of God working in our life is not just what we're talking. It's what we're living. It's what we're doing. It's what we're, uh, it's, it's the radiance that comes out of our life. Uh, it's the great desire of the New Testament believer to do two, three things. First thing is because of the spirit of God, I want to pray in the spirit. If you don't have a strong desire to pray in the spirit, then I dare say that supernatural work must not have happened in your life. That I can remember just as well that when I accepted the Lord, then I walked out of that and I was and I was radically changed. Man, I was radically, dramatically changed that night. But I knew I, I just that night, not realizing scriptures really into it, I knew God had more for me. And it was the beginning of my journey. And even though I was taught against it, I still yet believe in my heart that everything that was written in that Bible was true. And when God said that he not only wanted to save me through the power of the Holy Spirit, but he wanted to fill me with the power of the Holy Spirit, I believed it. See, I messed up. When I saw it in the Word, I didn't try to intellectually prove why I didn't need that. Because something in me, the miraculous work that God had done in me, revealed to me that I needed something more in my life. And so it's been a journey ever since, praise God. But the second thing is, is this supernatural desire to walk in the Spirit. There's this supernatural desire to please God with our life. It's a supernatural desire to come away. You know, instead of arguing why you don't have to change, why don't you just believe God and change? Instead of arguing why you don't have to be different and trying to say that I'm okay with God even if I'm not changed, why don't you begin to yield to the Lord and become changed? I tell you, there is an innate desire inside of each of our lives to walk in the Spirit and to walk pleasing to God. And if you haven't had a supernatural occurrence like that where something's happened in your life that you desire with all your heart to please God, I dare say I would go back and do it again. Allow God to develop it. The third thing is we have a supernatural desire to worship in the Spirit. I, I wanted my worship to go to that next level. And some people, some people are, are saved, and they stop there. And I dare say, you're not fulfilling what the New Testament asks you to do. I'm not saying, certainly I believe you'll go to heaven when you die, but, there's, but the empowerment that God wants in your life on this life, the empowerment and strength that God wants to give you in your life, I dare say, if you don't move to that next level, you will never receive it.
So the first thing is that we desire to be saved. The second thing is that we're desiring to be filled with the Spirit because that was the command of Jesus. That was the next level he told us to go to. And then that third level is, then God wants to help me to begin to walk in the Spirit. And then I begin to want to worship in the Spirit. The Holy Spirit wants to build me up. Now, I've already talked about that some weeks. I talked about the power of Christ to build us up through praying in tongues. That's what it says in the book of Jude. And so let me encourage you this morning that if you have not received the fullness of the Holy Spirit, that if you do not pray in tongues, if you have not received that wonderful gift from the Lord, man, won't you just go ahead and receive it today? I mean, you don't, you, don't have, you don't have to be inside of a church building. You don't have to be inside with people laying hands on you right there in your car. You can just receive the wonderful, wonderful benefit of being filled with the Holy Spirit, and God can give you that supernatural prayer language. Amen? The second thing God wants to do, He wants to fill me up. Not only does he want me to build me up, and that's what praying in tongues builds me up, the Bible said. It begins to build up my life. You know, some people go around so weak and discouraged, and maybe that's why you, maybe things are getting you down. But hey, let me tell you, you don't have to live that life. You can be built up through praying in the Holy Spirit. The second thing, God wants to fill me up. He, he wants to fill me with good thoughts, good intentions, good directions, good path, good things. Man, God wants to fill me up with some goodness of himself. And I just pray that your, that your experience with Jesus has been to the supernatural level to where God has been able to come into your life and begin to fill you up. That you begin to take authority over those old thought patterns, those words that you used to say, those words that you used to allow, that anger that you used to allow, the frustration that you used to allow, that you have begun to take authority over those things through the power of Christ and you have begun to move into a new level. You know, it, it, uh, the work of God, the sanctifying work of God is not all the time instantaneous, but it is all the time. God wants to sanctify my life. And the beautiful thing about the Holy Spirit is the word holy that describes the Holy Spirit. The word holy means separated, different, set apart to itself. But not only is it a Holy Spirit, God wants a holy work in each of our lives. God wants to be able to come in through the power of the Holy Spirit. And God wants to be able to help us to live a separated life. You don't live like the world. You're not like the world. You'll never be, you'll never be as you were. You will never be able to be as you were and be happy anymore. God has done a miraculous work in you. And if God's done that miraculous work in you, then the more you fight against God's change in your life, the sadder your life will be. So you have to come to a place where I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yield to God. I'm going to allow the Holy Spirit to sanctify me. I'm not only just going to allow the Holy Spirit to live in me. I'm going to allow the Holy Spirit to make me a holy vessel for the glory of God. So God wants to fill me up. But not only does he want to fill me up, he wants to lift me up. Man, aren't you tired of living low? <laughs> Man, I am. Aren't you tired of living low? Aren't you tired of being discouraged like the world? Aren't you, aren't you tired of going out to work and you just feel like everybody else feels? Down in the dumps, bad Monday, <laughs> rough week. Aren't you tired of feeling like that? Man, through the infilling of the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit, God lifts us up, man. He lifts us up to a new level of living, a higher level of living, a stronger level of living, a more wonderful level of living. That we're not satisfied anymore with low-level living in this low-level world. 
But we determine that God is lifting us up. So we become as that eagle in flight, man. We begin to soar. The very things that the storms of this life that's getting the other world down, man, we're beginning to soar over those storms. But not only does God want to lift me up, He wants to gift me up. And this is where I'm going to stop this morning. God wants to gift me up. There's a supernatural level of God that God wants me to walk in. See, God comes into my life in a supernatural way. Then God wants me to be able to live a supernatural life. God wants to help me to live a life that will show the world, show my family. God wants me to be able to reveal to people that God is real. That God is just not as a man. That God is a miraculous God. And He thinks in miraculous ways. And God can move in supernatural paths. So now the, the, the tendency of my life, now I've got to move into the gifts of God. I've got to live life in a different manner. I've got to live life in accordance with the gifts of the Lord. Now the Bible says that God gives these gifts. And these gifts are perfect. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12 it says, And these giftings are empowered by the same Spirit. They're what empowers you. It causes you to think differently. It causes you to act differently and react differently. I'm going to quickly close with this. I'm going to, I'm going to talk the, through the nine gifts that God wants in our life. And I want you to just think about them. Because what, what God does, He calls me to attention to see if these gifts are working in my life. If you've received the power of the baptism of the Holy Spirit, if you've received the Holy Spirit in your life, then there is an ability to move into the gifts of God. To not handle life normally. The first one is a word of wisdom. I mean, what are you trying to think your way out of? What are you trying to think your way out of? What is it that's going on in your life that you're just trying to get your thoughts collected how, how to do it better? But you know what? That's one level of living. But God offers you something more. God offers you the ability to move into a spiritual wisdom that comes only from God. To where you're not trying to think your way out of a situation. You're not trying to think your way through a situation. But you realize there is a gift of wisdom that God has for me. And if I will yield to that gift, I can begin to think thoughts higher than a normal person can think. And that re will reveal the supernatural God. The second thing is the word of knowledge. Well, what, what knowledge are you trying to deal with in your life? There is a higher level. There's a supernatural level of knowledge that only God has. And in a moment's time, God can drop it in your heart. God knows how to deal with your family. God knows how to deal with that work situation. God knows how to deal with your finances. God knows how to deal with the health issues you're fighting. God knows how to keep you one step ahead of COVID. God knows in His great bountiful knowledge, God has all of that. And God calls it as a supernatural gift of knowledge. So if we will begin, the Bible says, to desire the gifts of God and say, God, I'm tired of living low. I want to live high. God, I want to live from a higher level. Lord, I just don't want to think my way out of this. I want you, Lord, to give me your knowledge to get out of this. Then there's a gift of faith. You that are discouraged this morning, why don't you just begin to call on that gift of faith for yourself? Why don't you begin to release that faith in God, man? 
Somebody says, I'm boxed up on every corner. I'll tell you what, you just need God come to your rescue. You just need a gift of faith. Somebody says, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. The doctors tell me this. I tell you what, you don't need to know what to do. All you need to do is have faith in God. You know, R.W. Schombach, a great preacher of the last many years that saw more miracles probably in the last uh, current years than, than so many people saw. And he said, you don't have a problem. He said, all you need is faith in God. I'm here to tell you, you need a supernatural faith in God. Quit trying to quit trying to hope your way out of it. Quit trying to have a good attitude out of it. Begin to yield to God. Say, God, give me the supernatural gift of faith. There's the gifts of healing. You know, a believer can't even treat sickness the same way the world does. A, a believer has to treat sickness with the gift of healing. Say, God, how are you going to heal me? How are you going to heal me? Are you just going to heal me supernaturally? Are you going to heal me through that doctor being as he's going to be? What are you going to do? You don't need to choose the path of your healing. You need to allow the gift of the Spirit to bring you to a higher level. You know, it's a different thing. You know, your doctor will discourage you. But if you're believing God that God's using that doctor, you'll never get discouraged with God if you have faith in Him. You've got to let the, you've got to let that gift of healing. Somebody says, you know, I can't go down because I've got the gift of healing in my life. The working of miracles, the discerning of spirits, the prophecy. Do you know you're able to speak differently about your situation? Man, if you're living low-level thoughts, low-level talk, <laughs> then you've got to begin to speak a higher level. God gives you the power of supernatural gift that you can begin to declare the goodness of God in your land of leanness. And God can help you to do that. Amen. And then there's the supernatural gift of prophecy. There's the supernatural gift of speaking in tongues. And there's the supernatural gift. I'm telling you, God wants to empower your life. If you're tired of living on that low level, then I want to encourage you. Move into the power of the Holy Spirit. We're going to close with prayer right there this morning. Now, some of you, you know. You know that you're living low level life. You know that your life is not any different than the people you work with. You know that your life's not any different than the world. In fact, you can't even make a difference between your conversation and the conversation of the world. But God wants to help you. And God wants to empower you. Every one of us need to be able to lean on the supernatural strength and the supernatural empowerment of the Holy Spirit. So, Lord, in, I, I just think we just need to do something. If you're there in that car, can't anybody really see you? I look out and all I can use to see is dark cars. <laughs> your, your windshields have the shade on. But I want you to raise a hand to the Lord. You've got to begin to develop a, a flow of the Holy Spirit. You've got to develop a relationship with Him. So right there in your car, I want you to just begin to raise that hand. I want you to say, Holy Spirit, God never intended me to live life on this low-level way. Holy Spirit... I ask you to come and to fill my life. Holy Spirit, I ask you to empower me. Oh, oh, whoa, oh, oh, yes. Holy Spirit, I ask you to empower me. Empower me to bring me up to a new level that will really shine forth the resurrected Christ, God. Lord, help me. Help me to live a level of life that will show the world that Jesus is alive. Lord, help me to talk a level of life to where it will show forth 
the Christ is risen. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I ask this. In Jesus' powerful name, I pray. Amen. For the glory of God. If you're excited about what the Holy Spirit is doing in your life, go right ahead. Hallelujah.